0: why? He's not bald. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, A Good Day for a Hat, by T. Nate Fuller, illustrated by Rob Hodgson, published by Abrams Appleseed. A good day for a hat takes place inside a bear's mind, named Mr. Brown, as he tries on different hats for different situations. Stuck trying to be prepared for everything, Mr. Brown ends up running late to meet up with a friend. Will this bear have the right hat to see his friend? You know what to do. Grab a hat and come along. Our main character, Mr. Brown, immediately slaps you in the face with the title of the book, by stating it as a matter of fact. When this bear steps outside, it's raining, so he claims to have the right hat for that. He puts on a big yellow hat. It could be a rain hat or a sombrero. I can't tell. Why would it be a sombrero, though? Whatever it is, this is one hell of a hat. He doesn't even open up his umbrella. What's Mr. Brown's first name, you might ask? We never get a chance to be on a first-name basis. Why? Maybe he just doesn't respect the reader. Maybe he's in a witness protection program. Or, the most likely, he just likes to be called by his father's name. This book is super basic. The story just repeats, quote, I have just the hat for that, Mr. Brown said. But when he stepped outside, dot dot dot, End quote. Over and over again, it gets wearing. And when it states, But when he stepped outside, dot dot dot. Every single time, he's already outside. It's very frustrating. How do you step outside when you're already outside? It makes no sense. Well, the rain turns to snow, and Mr. Brown has a hat for it. But the weather clears up remarkably fast, and a band is walking by. He puts on his band hat and joins in. So is he in the band and just forgot? Or is he a kooky fan who's trying to sneak his way in? Either way, it doesn't look good for this bear. The book takes a turn to the fantastical when the bear steps outside and he sees a whole bunch of magical bunnies. He pulls out his magician's hat, which doesn't solve his bunny problem at all. And it's starting to become clear Mr. Brown believes he needs a hat for every situation. He's a bear. He doesn't need a hat. He has fur all over his body. A visor, maybe. But a hat, no. Unless he's bald. Then he's doing a great job of covering it up. I guess I'm not a bald, and I still have hats. But the only time I use them is on a bad hair day. Which doesn't happen often. Maybe he just thinks all these events will throw off his flow. Moving on, somehow this bear's house completely changes, and there's a rodeo in his front yard. Mr. Brown doesn't seem to think anything's wrong, which makes me wonder, is Mr. Brown a micro-doser and he took a little too much this morning? And that's how he's continually walking outside when he's already outside? He's walking into different realms of his mind? Because he starts slaying dragons and then sails the high seas in a knight's outfit. Which is not a good idea. He falls into the water with all that metal on. He's a goner. But then he snaps out of his trip. And he's tweaking when he realizes he's late for his meetup with his rat friend, Miss Plum. Yeah, that's right. I caught it too. It's Miss, not Mrs. I see what this sly dog, sorry bear, is trying to pull. mister Brown's paranoia about having the right hat gets the best of him, so he sets off to Miss Plum's place with every hat he wore previously on his head, looking like a damn foo. No way he gets Miss Plum looking like that. He arrives to Miss Plum's place and all of his friends are there and they yell surprise, scaring the shit out of mister Brown. And it's like a hat explosion. Hats are flying everywhere. And I can now verify he's not bald. And just then, it hits him. It was his birthday. And I think that just about confirms it. He went a little overboard on the micro-dose this morning. How do you forget your own birthday? Unless he had some traumatizing experience that he's trying to forget. And this narrative comes to a close with, quote, And Miss Plum said, dot dot dot, I have just the hat for that. End quote. And Mr. Brown is holding Miss Plum up with one arm. This old hound dog, sorry bear, is on to a (laughs) scent. Play on, play ya. What lesson is to be learned from this, if any? Don't do drugs, encore. I honestly didn't learn anything or laugh at anything, so I'm wondering what the purpose was here. I guess if you dove deep enough into this bear's thoughts, You could rationalize that hats have a purpose, usually for bald men to cover their heads, but there are other uses, and it's important to be prepared, because this hoarding paranoid bear had a hat for everything. What can I say about T's writing? There wasn't much talent to it, repeating two or three lines over and over. Repetition can be a great tool in many stories. When done correctly, for setting up expectations or giving the reader an interactive experience. In this case, it wasn't. T made it last too long, and it was way too predictable, not to mention a lot of it didn't make sense, and it didn't even match up with the pictures. As for the pictures, Rob did what he could to make it fun and inviting for the reader, but because they didn't align with the words, they threw off the context. I don't know who to blame on that major flaw but I'm leaning towards it being T's doing. So on a scale from one to five, I'm going to give this book a 2.4. I'll have a taste, push it around to make it look like I ate it, and go back for another bite. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.